City Ferris Podcast, Episode 25. Welcome to the City of Heroes Podcast, a resource for the casual heroes gamer. Your hosts, Chooch and Viv, are here to explain basic and advanced features of COH, as well as give tips and answer your questions about this great MMO. Chooch. And you're listening to the COH Podcast. Yes, indeed. <laughs> what? We talked about Indeed. I think we talked about Indeed on our other podcast. I still don't want to hear it here. <laughs> it's because we're on the other podcast. Does the same rule apply? Yes. Okay. So rather than Indeed, I'm allowed to say, oh yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Keep that up for the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody, how are you enjoying I-12? Quite well, myself. Well, I was asking everybody else. But they can't answer. They directly. can answer. We just can't hear. There's a difference. You probably <laughs> and interrupted them. it's not them. that we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you interrupted them, babe. That's so rude. It's not that we won't hear you. So we are currently doing the Midnight Squad starter arc. We finally got some good time to get it in play. So Mm -hmm. we played a little bit. We had some chaos getting everything back together with our (laughs) friends and our new friends that are playing with us now. Yeah. So we got to do a couple of missions and really loving it now that we're getting past the they seem to be awfully alike missions and right. now we're getting into stuff that actually had some columns in it i got really excited yeah scenery Ooh, started to change romany looking mm-hmm. so it's we're very excited to be in there and playing and getting to try out all the new quality of life stuff and yeah and i have moved a bunch of new quick slot bars around yeah but I haven't really used them yet. Yeah. I have one vertical over there, and I've got one that's like a little square next yeah. to my inspiration tray. But I haven't quite figured out how to work it into my life yet. <laughs> right. Because we've been playing for two years. Yeah. And we have our Just, where we're used to things yeah. being. So that's going to be the hardest thing for me to adjust to. Yeah. It's taking advantage of that. So the biggest thing that I've seen as a real benefit so far is combining the inspirations. Yeah, that's... I was doing that like a fiend last night. Well, yeah, because we were up up against Richty and we kept getting held. Yeah. So everything was getting combined to break freeze, man. It was a break free a la palooza. It was was crazy. That was very cool. Yeah. That was very cool. You let out a little squee the first time you did it. (laughs) Wow, that's so easy. Yeah. So, yeah. should probably do a little background that this episode is in a way a continuation of last episode that we mentioned we were chopping it up a bit. So tell us if you don't agree, but we've kind of decided that we're just going to let things rip. And if it ends up being a two-hour episode, you'll know it when you download it. You'll (laughs) see the time. You can skip around to what you want. But what we've been doing is picking up content and moving it to the next episode Mm -hmm. if it's getting too long. So now we're going into this episode with 30 minutes of content. And you'll see that, you know, things are definitely sounding more clipped 
right. jagged because yeah. we're picking up pieces and we're trying to mesh it and it doesn't work that well. So things are going to sound a little funny. Yeah. This this is going to be the last episode we do that. Yeah. I proclaim it. Unless we have an outcry from people saying, two hours, are you high? <laughs> then we're just going to, whatever the content is for that week, it's mm-hmm. just going to be. Yeah. And we're going to follow the usual format of news and then a main feature. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go to, you know, faction or accolade or whatever spotlight for that week. And then comments. So if you're not interested in the comments, they're at the end. And you can just drop off and say, see you guys. Mm-hmm. But we do think the comments are important. One, because people take the time. Mm-hmm. Two, because I don't know if you know this, but for a podcaster, comments are like, I heard PG Holyfield say it. It's the life's blood of a podcaster. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. It tells us if we're going in the right direction or not. Yeah. And if you're going to take the time to respond to us, we're going to take the time to share that with other people because that might spark a whole new conversation. Mm-hmm. And it has a couple of times. So if you don't like it, then comments are the place you can cut out if you're only interested in the actual game content. But there are usually some interesting nuggets in the comments. Mm-hmm. Usually it's just a lot of fun for us, but sometimes there's some really <laughs> informative stuff. So yeah. we're going to – was there anything else you wanted to say before we start nope. on the news, Chooch? Nope. Let's roll. All righty then. On May 22nd, we have an announcement. MIDS joins Titan Network issue 12 version soon. We at the Titan Network are incredibly excited to announce that MIDS Hero Designer is now a part of the Titan Network. Cool. Soon you'll be able to download MIDS Hero Designer software and any subsequent updates straight from HeroPlanner.com. It's always been a challenge for U.S. players to directly contact or interact with MIDS, considering he is a European player. Now that he's part of the Titan Network, players from both sides of the ocean can feel free to chat with him directly on the Titan forums. We'll make a new post as soon as MIDS is ready to release the Issue 12 capable version, but check back on CoHPlanner.com to receive any updates or visit MIDS over on the Titan's forums. And I actually did see, I think it was Lighthouse reply to this. So yeah. here's third-party software that's on the COH forums and not getting the slap down. Yeah. Yeah. So encouraging. And then getting to you just a little too late. <laughs> Positron broadcasted live on MMORPG.com. So uh. if you saw it, tell us all about it. We'd love to hear it because we missed it. And when I went there, I went to see if they had it archived up there so that people could watch it Mm -hmm. and i wasn't able to find it but Mm. that could have just been me i was doing three things at once (laughs) on may 27th we were warned of server maintenance coming on may 28th on wednesday starting at 6 a.m the servers came down for maintenance that was to upgrade the servers to a new version and we have patch notes but we already had patch notes we have new patch notes (laughs) So I'm going to go through these. I'm going to kind of skip the the really specific mm-hmm. stuff like we did last time. But, you know, there's some good stuff in here. For the combined notes for maps for the Imperius Task Force, fixed several holes in Vespillo Pass map. That's the third map in the ITF. NPC enemies formula used by lieutenants to calculate hit points was incorrect. And that's been corrected. They now have the correct HP throughout their level changes. We have changes, um, 11 changes to attack powers for assault rifle, (laughs) for assault rifle, M30 grenade, battle axe gash, battle axe beheader, fire sword, hurl boulder, ice sword, stone melee, heavy mallet, stone melee, stone mallet, super strength hurl. There are further AI improvements for seeker drones and the gun drone power. 
and damage from psychic blasts and mental blasts. So there's some specific information about those. I'm not going to read them specifically. We will put a link up, of course, mm-hmm. if you want to read more about those. For the power pool powers, flight hover, hovering forward has a new animation. Flight hover, hover is now resistance to um, minus fly. What? It, how do you read it drops minus you fly? to the ground. <laughs> but how do you read that? <clears throat> minus fly. Yeah, minus fly. Effects. I don't think I've ever had to read that before. For medicine, minor animation changes for medicine, aid other, aid self, and stimulant. For medicine, revive animation and FX should now play properly. Status effect buffs and debuff powers. Um, There's some changes to mind control, for plant control, for PvP. Storm summoning, O2 boost, duration of perception bonus portion of O2 boost now matches duration of the other buffs associated with the power. That's helpful. Mm Mm-hmm. Vanguard Merits will now display Merit Awarded instead of Salvage Found when they are awarded to a player. Again, I say makes sense. Mm -hmm. Task Force Challenge Debuff Players was only being applied to the team leader. This has been fixed. (laughs) Huh. Wow. User Interface replaced the Character Slot Store icon. On hero side, we have some changes to some powers for Blasters, Controllers, Defenders... Keldians, and I'm not going to read those. They're kind of specific. City of Villains, there's been a lot of talk about the stalker issues and the updates being made, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take a couple of the items and read them. Mm-hmm. One of them is all stalker melee attacks now have a chance to crit while not hidden. This chance is equal to 10% plus 3% per additional team member within 30 feet of the stalker at the time of the attack. Only applies to PvE targets. Stalker's old chance to critical held or slept targets now only applies to PvP targets. Using an assassination attack and missing will no longer suppress hide, though lesser stealth and invisibility powers will still suppress if the attack misses. If the attack hits, hide suppresses normally. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Hide suppression for stalkers reduced from 10 to 8 seconds. There's a couple other things, but those were the ones to me, not ever really playing a stalker. Those (laughs) seem to be the big ones. For the villain epic archetype, arachno soldiers and widows will now properly be able to enhance patron power pool powers. That's good. Mm. Well, that's villainous, I guess. (laughs) There's some other power changes for also brutes, corruptors, dominators, masterminds, stalkers, and a temporary power. We're going to just kind of go over those like we did City of Heroes. They don't seem to me to be game-breaking. So. Mm-hmm. For the tailor for villains, the crab spider backpacks are now only available to soldiers of Arachnos who have specialized in the crab spider path. They are customizable now at the face maker and will be removed if you respec out of the crab spider path. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of the whole point, right? Right. (laughs) I I think so. Next, we have on May 28th, an announcement, Executive Producer Talks with MMOABC.com. MMOABC.com recently interviewed City of Heroes Executive Producer and NCSoft NorCal Studio General Manager Brian Clayton to find out what's currently going on and future plans for the MMORPG title. Here's an excerpt. And this was the excerpt that they gave. It's a quote that they gave in the announcement. Mm -hmm. Among MMORPGs, it, COH and COV, 
has unrivaled character creation system that results in every character being different. Our players love to create interesting and unique characters, as evidenced by over 32 million of them having been created in North America alone.、Mm-hmm. We also think that COHCOV has a nice combination of mass market friendly gameplay and the right amount of depth to keep the hardcore gamer challenged. I agree on both points.、Mm, absolutely. And then there were a couple of things that, I mean, there's a, a link to the full article. And I pulled out a couple of points that I also thought were interesting. MMOABC asks Are you guys planning to do any COH contest events in the next coming weeks or months? And Brian answers We have a really cool contest with huge prizes kicking off at the end of this month, but unfortunately I can't tell you about it yet, so stay tuned. We also have lots of player run contests and events over the coming months. So we'll get details on that, and <laughs> as soon as we see them, we will let you guys、yeah. know. And I'm assuming it's the end of. June, since it's May 31st and there's、right. no announcement, even、yeah. though it was May that he said it. So、mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's June. MMOABC asks Will the City of Heroes development team be attending any video slash MMORPG gaming events for 2008? And the reply is As we know, Comic Con and PAX and the Austin Game Developers Conference. Also, we'll be announcing a community meet and greet happening later this year in Northern California. All of these events are great because it gives us the opportunity to meet our players in person and directly thank them for supporting us. There are some conversations in the forums on the quote, Stone Melee Nerfage. There's a thread that I'm talking about here. And basically, what happened is with the discussion about shields being a future build,、mm-hmm. that you, it'll be shields slash something,、mm-hmm. that They've gone back and looked at a lot of animation times and stuff like that for different, for different builds that would be using those animations or one like it.、Mm-hmm. So they've looked at those times and they've made some adjustments. One of those was Stone Melee. And so people are kind of upset about that. Yeah. Presumably the animation times got a little longer. Well, they got. That's well, why you would consider it a nerf. Right. And basically, <laughs> they were standardizing the animation times across the board.、Mm-hmm. And of course, that's going to be a problem if you're used to having a shorter animation time that、mm. shouldn't have been shorter. Quote, and I say, quote, shouldn't have been. Right. And one of the responses is well, someone says, I don't like the explanation given as to why the attacks are being normalized. But I don't think in any way that the attacks are being gimped or that the nerf needs to be reverted before the patch goes live. I'd just rather see the patch notes say ongoing standardization of activation times for balance reasons. And then Back Alley Brawler replies The patch note is very clear about why the change was made. The animation was being interrupted before getting back to the neutral position that all other powers start from. That creates a noticeable hiccup when a power is queued up and fired off during these animations. Why now? Shields is why. We're in the process of creating shield variations for every power that could potentially be used with a shield, and part of that process involves looking at the current power animations and making sure their animation times are what they should be before we create a shield variation. This has nothing to do with normalization or balancing of DPA values. If we were doing that, we'd start with energy transfer. <laughs> well, so there's, I know. So there's a lot of talk, but there's no information on when that will, when shields will be an, an option.、Mm-hmm. Right. 
Obviously not I-12. That's one thing we know. (laughs) (laughs) We know for sure. (laughs) We know for sure. So there's a lot of passionate opinion about this. And there was even one thread where someone said, and I'm paraphrasing, basically that they resented that Stone was getting nerfed Mm -hmm. because of a possible future Shields power set. Mm Mm-hmm. And Back Alley Brawler said, it's not because of Shields. We're looking at everything again because of Shields. We're making the change because it was warranted. Right. So that's kind of one thing to keep in mind. And if you're used to it, just be glad that you had it for as long as you did. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And bless you for putting up with all the knockback. Because that's the one thing I don't like about Stone. (laughs) Right. I haven't really played Stone, so I can't speak to that. But you definitely did yeah. play Stone up to a level 33 so far. Uh, yeah, around yeah, about there. 34, something like that. And that was my only complaint about it, is that there, I always had to chase people around because I kept knocking them back. Right. <laughs> That's very true. Great attacks, though. Yeah. I mean, he was fun. And that... you were rooted, so you'd have to chase them down rooted, Slowly. too. <laughs> <laughs> I still say we need to put my Ken with that Stone tank and yeah. just roll through stuff. Yeah, that would be a whole new world. I know. Then then I wouldn't mind the knockback at all. If we ever finish getting our healer and blaster, ooh, healer. If we ever finish <laughs> getting our two current focused players to 50, mm-hmm. then I still think that would be a fun one. Although there's so many new fun builds in yeah. our <laughs> That would be a fun duo, Stone and Kinetics. Yeah. Hmm. Yep, yep. But I'm, I'm, I'm really itching to play my plant. My plant kinetic that I just built. PL, PL, PL (laughs) me. That would be interesting. Okay, back to the back to the show. Sorry. (laughs) Now this next item is really kind of it's something that has struck us here at home, and so I'm not going to read from a specific forum post, but there's been obviously, and I think we actually mentioned it last time. There have been some problems with the. Purchase of new slots, the character rename, character transfer. Mm-hmm. And there's, a, I mean, a lot of people are really frustrated because of the timing of it. They wanted to buy yeah. new slots. They wanted to build new characters before the tokens were given out for the tailor and for the respects and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of people that have been un- unable to do that. And they've worked on some things. They've fixed some things. Apparently there's some success, but there's still a lot of problems with it. Right. And that actually is affecting you pretty Hardcore right yeah, now. Yeah. I wanted to do a rename token. I haven't done any renames yet. I haven't done any server transfers yet. Right. So this was my first experience with this aspect of it. And so I really wanted to have one character that I like. I like the power set, but his name never really matched what he does. It was a lark kind of. A, yeah. <laughs> I want to build somebody for this name because it's a cool name. Right. And then I also want to try this power set, but it didn't really match a theme. Right. And I end up really liking it. So I was going to rename him. And I started yesterday, I believe. No, it was the day before yesterday that yeah. you first tried it. And so, Right, right, right. So I hopped in and I hit rename. And it pops up this you know working little yeah. status bar that goes across. And you hit cancel and then you try it again and it does the working status bar and you hit cancel and you try it again and then it says a warning you know um you must type in your ncsoft account master password because it's going to hit a credit card right and then you hit okay 
and then it does the working bar, sits there forever, and then comes back and says, sorry, error. And so I found an interesting thing that when you first hit the buy rename token, it will either immediately come up asking you for the master password. Mm-hmm. But if it waits, like, say, five seconds, you know it's going to pop up the little waiting bar. And if it does the waiting bar at all, it's never going to work. Fail. And it it waits, like, two minutes before it times out yeah. and tells you it failed. It, you spent so long trying to do that. Yeah. And then so it pops up, okay, do the password. And I found that if I, if I intentionally put the password in wrong, it immediately told me, oh, mm-hmm. no, wrong password. Right. But if I put it in correctly... It would either immediately come with the little screen that says, okay, you want to rename, or it would do this waiting thing and right. it wouldn't work. So very, very frustrating. And so that first night I tried it and I it worked once, but I had the wrong character highlighted. Fail. <laughs> and the way the initial description says that you buy a token... Yeah. That you can use later on. Right. And it seemed like you could use it later on for any character, but when it actually has the purchase screen up, it says you are buying the token for this character. Yeah. It made it sound like it's not transferable. So I hit cancel, I selected the correct character, and then I started trying again, and it took so long I just gave up. Mm. And then I tried again last night. Because that was a good, that was at least half an hour the first night. At least. And I wanted to get it done so I can create the new character Before with the new the name. Yeah. Or with the old name, but the new character with the build I want for his concept. Mm-hmm. So you can get the badges and all that. So I tried it again last night. Same frustrations. I never even got to the little purchase screen. Yeah. And you were trying that time for at least an hour. Mm-hmm. So I realized, and, and through looking in the forums, it sounds like it is related to how much traffic is on the servers. Yeah. And last night, there was a lot of people on, you know, a couple of the servers were red and yellow. And so I thought, okay, I'll try this morning. And I, I did get up a little late this morning. Yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you were playing a little late and then you tried this for an hour. So, yeah. But the first time I hit it, boom, it popped up and asked for the password. I put the password in and it did the purchase screen. I got very excited. Yes, I you hit, did. Bye. And then it says, you know, this will take a couple minutes before, you know, yeah. you'll be notified. And so I bought it, and I felt so happy. And just so gosh darn happy. I did it. Full and I glee. tabbed over to my email, and I was checking some stuff. And when I tabbed back, it had a fail screen <laughs> that the card was denied. And then I went to my NCSoft account and realized my credit card expired. <laughs> so fail. I fixed the credit card on the site. Yeah. I went back. And I was never able to get to that purchase screen yeah. again. I kept doing the waiting bar and waiting and waiting and waiting. And then I looked at the login screen and the servers were already yellow. Yeah. So there's obviously too much traffic. So I guess yeah. I'm going to have to try again tomorrow morning. But so, yeah, direct experience. It is very frustrating. Yeah. I mean, two of those are your fault. You selected mm-hmm. the wrong character and then the credit card, which mm-hmm. no offense, honey, but I'm glad we found out now. Before it suspended Before our account. suspended our account because I would have been pissed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So no offense, but yay. Yeah. <laughs> yay fail. But yeah, it. I'm, I understand it's a new thing and... The, but the whole character rename thing has been up for a long time. Yeah. I had and, no idea people were having this kind of problems. Yeah. I mean, I had seen it on the boards, but it seemed like they had posted that they had put a fix. Mm-hmm. 
And then after what you went through, I was like, well, I thought they did a fix. So I went back and looked and people are still having problems. Yeah. They think it's server traffic, like you said, related. Mm-hmm. And they're still tweaking things behind the scenes to try and make it easier. Some people are having no problem with it. Yeah. Some people are trying different tricks like the cancel trick. If you see it, go to the red, go to the load bar, immediately mm-hmm. cancel it, and then try again, and it's supposed to magically work. Yeah. That did not work for you because you tried that both nights. Right. So yeah. I think it's just the luck of the draw. I really don't understand why this isn't just in the NCSoft account management web page. Right, where you would just be able to I, pick a character there and move is, on. I can see no reason why they don't just move it into the website. Yeah. Websites are excellent for buying stuff. Yeah. It's been proven, you know, yeah. for a... A decade now. And that's how we bought the wedding pack. Yeah. And it was easy. I really don't get it. Yeah. I really don't get it. I guess that maybe that it's because it's character based and. But you go to a website to do character transfers. Uh, All your characters show up in a list and you pick them off a list and boom. So. I don't know. But yeah. So you missed out on getting the freebies because it didn't work. Mm hmm. Yes. And a lot of people are in the same boat as you and are not happy. And if it doesn't work tomorrow morning, then I'm going to lose out on the badge. Yeah. But, eh. Yeah, you will. Not the but worst it, thing I in the mean, world. I mean, worst case scenario, you know, get up at oh, dark 30 on the second and get mm-hmm. it before they bring the servers down or whatever. Yeah. So. Hopefully they won't. It says it says June 2nd, so hopefully that means you can still get it on mm-hmm. June 2nd as long as it's before they... I don't know. <laughs> it's crapshoot at this point. It's, yeah. It's not the worst thing in the world, but... Yeah. It's... And you would be fine if you didn't have the four-year badge on that character. That's not your, like, badge hound, but it would still be disappointing mm-hmm. to miss it by a day or two days. So that's the chooch rant for today. <laughs> One thing that I wanted to bring up is... If you're familiar with the City of Heroes comics, mm-hmm. if you're familiar with... Hanging out on the City Heroes forums. And also, if you're familiar with the COH podcast forums, then you know the name mm-hmm. Troy Hickman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Troy has a new comic book series, and it's in kind of an interesting contest release. It's the first in a series, and what it is, it's a pilot season Top Cow is doing, mm-hmm. where they've got... Various issues they're going to release. The first one is Troy's. It's called Twilight Guardian, and it's by Top Cow, if you missed that the first time. The next one in the series will be another author, and it'll be a totally... They're like self-contained little stories. Mm -hmm. And then in August, I think it's August, voting starts, and people will vote for their favorite. Okay. I think it's... I thought initially it was the top, but I read somewhere that it's the top two will get selected Mm. as an ongoing peace so if he wins then twilight guardians will be picked up and go on and on and on in the series very cool and no i haven't read it yet because we live in a podunk little town and i can't get my hands on it i have gone as far as 30 miles away and i now have a store that supposedly has them on order but i can't get them back on the phone to confirm it so i may have to yeah. just order through the website and, and pay not, the pay the lousy shipping I'm not trying barnes and nobles and stuff i mean these are comic shops right that... i'm serious <laughs> yes these are like the comic shops and i will say though that troy wrote common grounds and rece- and well what i had written was that cuz i did put this in the city heroes forms and in our mm-hmm. coh forms right. i haven't read it I don't know if it's good or not. I read the reviews. I read his interview and I read a synopsis. Mm-hmm. The storyline fascinated me. And 
just by interacting with Troy because he mm-hmm. was at the listener meetup. Right. He is 20 kinds of funny. Oh, yeah. He is so funny. I cannot imagine something that he's written as yeah. not carrying intelligence or humor in it in a very fun way. Yeah. I've been following his blog for a while months now. Months and months now. Yeah. Um, titled Shut Up and Enjoy the Aussie. <laughs> and. <laughs> yes, sir. He, he is a riot. He is so funny. <laughs> And, you know, you, you you wonder sometimes, are they just funny because they take the time to write something out and then they look at it again and revise it? Right. He was flinging one-liners off during the, the sewer run that we did at our yeah. listener meetup. Mm-hmm. And it got to where I almost did a lol bind because he was <laughs> he was cracking me up so much. It was like every time he'd, I'd be like, lol. And I was like, I sound like an idiot, lol, lol, lol. But he was just <laughs> cracking me up. Yeah. So I had also said, support one of our own. Check out Twilight Guardian. It's the first release of the pilot season of Top Cow. If you like it, vote for his to be the version picked up for an ongoing series. There were some people saying, oh, we can't find it, can't find it. Troy responded that, I think most big chains carry a pretty limited selection of comets, mainly stuff from the big two. Comic shops or internet comic services are the best bet, or eBay if those don't pan out. I actually looked at the Top Cow site. And at first I was kind of irritated by the shipping, but then I thought by the time I drive to the comic book store, mm-hmm. 30 miles away, 60 miles round trip, it may be cheaper just to pay the shipping. <laughs> so, you know, that's an option. And on our forums, because <laughs> I posted this in our forums, like I said, mm-hmm. in our forums, I posted that about him having written Common Grounds and having received an Eisner nomination for that work. Mm-hmm. Well, on our forums, Troy said, actually, Viv, that was two nominations. Best short story in which I was proud to be a fellow loser with Neil Gaiman. And best anthology, which went to Pulitzer Prize winner Michael Chabon, which I'm sure I mispronounced that. So that's pretty damn good company to be in. (laughs) Yeah. And then he goes on to say, (laughs) this is Troy. I also received the Exemplary Attendance Award in high school. Never missed a day, K through 12. (laughs) And I have a scratch-off lottery ticket in my wallet that looks like a winner. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, the voting doesn't start until August. And I will remind you guys at the time, hopefully we'll have some on hand. I've talked to Troy. If I can get my hands on a copy, I'm going to send it to him, get him to sign it, and Mm -hmm. we're going to do some sort of a contest, and we're going to give it away. A signed copy of Twilight Guardian by the writer. Pretty cool, I think. I know I'm going to get him to sign another one for us. (laughs) Yeah, we're not stupid. Yeah, but we're going to figure out some sort of a contest, assuming I can get my hands on one. And we'll tell you more about the voting when it opens up. But I mean, come on, support one of our own. He's written for City of Heroes comics. He wrote a story arc in Ouroboros. Mm-hmm. Come on, people. Respect. <laughs> Twilight Guardian. Top Cow. Pilot season. Let's go get it. Cool. Okay, I believe it's promo time. Promo time. Stop. Promo time. Oh, no. Mark a new song. I will appropriately smack him while you're listening to this promo. (laughs) Alright, we'll be right back with a faction spotlight. Zing! (laughs) The third annual Parsec Awards are a celebration of excellence in speculative fiction podcasting. Nominations are open through June 15th. Please visit www.parsecawards.com to find out how to nominate your favorite speculative fiction podcasts. That's www.parsecawards.com. 
So the Parsec Awards, babe. Parsec Awards. We were actually nominated for that. So we need to get more information because I don't I don't know that much about it except for some really cool people won it last year. <laughs> well it sounds like there's this first round nominations and then we're going to submit some sample stuff and then the panel's going to pick the finalists. Oh that's right, that's right. And then everybody will vote on the finalists. And so if we make it to that second round to the finalists, you know you'll be hearing from us. Yeah, we'll, we'll be begging for <laughs> votes because I want an award. That would be awesome. It would be most awesome. <laughs> and I just got us verified in the podcast peer awards. We were verified that, you know, we've had um, we met the criteria. You have to have a podcast for at least three months and have at least six episodes and well, we've all done of that. that. So, like, so, we're officially a podcast now? We are officially a podcast. We have been finally. verified. Yes. We've been doing this since October, and we're finally <laughs> officially a podcast. Well, it's kind of ironic. Last year, I saw the Podcast Peer Awards, and I went to register as when I saw the requirements, mm. and we we were like two weeks shy oh, of being right. able to register. <laughs> so if I hadn't been so darn shy, we would have been registered? <laughs> I don't I'm know, not babe. saying that. I don't I'm know if I can do this, babe. <laughs> Now you can't get me to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to a peek inside of our marriage. (laughs) Sure I can. Watch this. Faction Spotlight. Oh, all right. I'll be quiet. This time we're going to highlight the cabal, which was a suggestion on the forums. I want to say. You want to say, but you should have looked to know. (laughs) Yeah, it could have been an email. I'm pretty sure. So thank you to blank for the suggestion. (laughs) Well, I did mention it yes. in a previous episode that, hey, the suggestion was made oh, that's and right. I had already written it. Okay. And, and you, here it is. And you have the memory of a goldfish, so just read. <laughs> <laughs> the Cabal. Whenever you talk about the Cabal, you talk about Croatoa, which is an alternative ancient and mythical name for the township of Salamanca, once a popular tourist resort to the north of Paragon City. Isn't it Salamanca? Okay, guys, we just had a major debate and a stop in production because I didn't think it was pronounced correctly. I still say it's Salamonica, and it sounds much prettier. But you just found Salamonica. Sal- Wait, Salamonca? That's just not pretty. I'm sorry. They're going to have to rename the zone because I like Salamonica. Right. I don't care if it sounds like Santa Monica. It's prettier than Salamonca. Salamanca. Salamanca. So that just kind of ruins Croatoa <laughs> for me completely. So. But he checked three out of three sites and they all spelled it that yes. way. So, so, yeah. From here on, we shall refer to it as Salamander. <laughs> Works Faction for me. Spotlight. <laughs> Thank the you, Cabal. Baby. <laughs> Croatoa is an alternative ancient and <laughs> mythical name for the township of Salamander. <laughs> Once a popular tourist resort to the north of Paragon City. <laughs> For several years, it has been a hot spot of fearsome supernatural activity with monstrous redcaps, furbolgs, Tuatha de Danon, and other creatures fighting for territory like street gangs. Mm. As a side note, the Tuatha de Danon, as we refer to as the Wookiees. Yes. Because they look like hairy woofy, wo- woofies. <laughs> 
And they sound like hairy woofies, too. Are somewhat wrong, because the Tuatha de Dana are actually from Irish mythology. Right. And they are really the little people, leprechauns. <sighs> so... Red Cap is like, you know, a kind of troll garden right. gnome, but Tuatha Dananas should actually be leprechauns, and I don't know where they got the Wookiees from, but everybody, every they game must have needs been a reading. Well, this is true. Where else are you going to put them? And so that, but that, you know, that is from my limited knowledge of Irish mythology, so maybe they read a different book that had Wookiees. Yeah. I've never heard of Wookiees in Ireland, but hey. You've never heard of Wookiees not being in Ireland either. So. This is true. This <laughs> is true. You've never seen that it's a Wookiee-free zone. And Bigfoot had to come from somewhere. I guess he is an immigrant. <laughs> but we're talking about the Cabal. I digress. <laughs> These monsters are opposed by a group of self-proclaimed witches, women gifted with magical abilities known as the Cabal. Although the Cabal's presence has only been known for a few years in Paragon City, several heroes who have dealt with them report that many of the witches are far older than they appear. Hmm. The Cabal primarily wars with the Redcaps and other creatures, but has been known to be intolerant of anyone who gets in their way. The leader of the Cabal is Mary McComer, who you encounter during the Katie Hannon Task Force. This task force is for six to eight heroes, level 30 to 34, and one of its reward is the coveted witch hat. Mm-hmm. The Ravenwing Cabal is a proactive, highly trained division of the Cabal in Salamander. <laughs> <laughs> they work hard to train local agents, such as the heroes of Paragon City, to combat mystical threats. Anna, the witch that hands out costume slots from Halloween Salvage, is one of this offshoot. The Cabal are primarily blasters with nature-based powers, such as electric and wind. Minions of the Cabal include sprites, which have no attacks or defense. But they're cute. They are cute. And now they have their endurance back. Yeah. Sometimes they'll take a liking to you and follow you around, giving you endurance buffs. Mm. Maybe that's where their endurance goes. And so. it's pretty funny when it happens. I've jumped around. There's the one little pond mm -hmm. and there's a whole bunch of them in there yeah and i'll jump around and click on them and and they'll just completely ignore me and every now and then one of them will zoom and they'll just follow you around over your shoulder yeah and do little buffs they're right near that one contact in croatia mm -hmm. other minions are initiates who use charged bolt and storm strike and adepts who are same as the initiates pretty much but they include the melee charged brawl attack Lieutenants include the Storm Mavens, mm -hmm. who use Snowstorm, Lightning Bolt, and Charged Brawl. I don't like them. No. The Thunder Maven, which I like, is... I like them less. More or less the same powers as the Storm Mavens. They're really pretty much the exact same. Yeah. And then the Maven of Ministry. Mm -hmm. Same as the Storm and Thunder, but also have O2 Boost. Special note, if somebody in your group has Confuse or Deceive... They can confuse or deceive this the maven of ministry who will then buff your team. Right. Like the, cool. It's like the force field generators mm -hmm. for the raiders or the Sioux sorcerers. They will turn their buffs your way. Mm -hmm. The primary boss of the cabal is Sorceress of the Winds, mm. who I really don't like. Yeah. <laughs> who use Hurricane, Lightning Storm, Gale, Lightning Bolt, and Ball Lightning. Named bosses include... This one is a difficult name. Bane Sidae. 
S-I-D-H-E, the Bane Sidae are the most unhappy of all the Cabal sorceresses. Their fury at the Red Caps has manifested itself in the form of their mournful screams, which can cause even the most powerful heroes to cringe. Mm. They are the only Cabal that is all sonic. Their attacks include scream, shout, shockwave, howl, and dreadful wail. Other named bosses include Black Jeanette, who is a Bane City, Free to Auth mission from Kelly Nemers is where you'll come across her. Mm. Fran McCollum is another Bane City. Uh, Lay the Ghost to Rest from Gordon Bauer mission. And Eliza is a Sorceress of the Winds who is also in the Lay the Ghosts to Rest from Gordon Bauer. Mm. And the only Cabal archvillain is Mary McComer herself. And she... Hurts. Hurts. She is essentially a sorceress of the winds who uses hurricane, lightning, storm, gale, lightning, bolt, and ball lightning. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yes. <laughs> At least ten times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Does it cover that badge when you go into it further? No. That's the end. I didn't... It wasn't a task force highlight. Right. It was just the cabal. And... But I'm going to say it anyways, even though it's yeah. a, a task force. Cool. That is one of the really fun task forces to run is the mm-hmm. Katie Hannon task mm-hmm. force. Really fun. And the first mission is the defeat Mary McComer. Mm-hmm. And you have to, in order to complete the mission, you have to defeat her 10 times. Yes. So you defeat her once. Her and her friends. And her pack of pals. And then you have to defeat her immediately again. Mm-hmm. She respawns and respawns and respawns until you defeat her 10 times. And mm-hmm. then you get the Cabal hat. Right. And you get the 10 times the Victor badge. Right. You then have three more missions. Well, you actually get interim badges. You get one time the Victor badge. Right. And then you defeat her again and you get two times the Victor right. badge, three times the Victor badge. They replace each other. Though. Yeah. You don't They're, look back and yeah. end up with 11 badges yeah. from that. You They're have a total of 10. So, um, but it's really fun once you get, I mean, the hardest mission is the first one mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. is one of the ironies of it is that usually the missions get progressively harder in a task right. force. And this one, the butt kicking one is in the beginning mm-hmm. and then you go to three others and the really neat one is the map, the red cap map. Yeah. The one with the sauna, the jacuzzi. Yeah. That's a really fun map. A very original map. Yeah. With really Halloween-y colors, this dark, dank yeah. cave. And then this, there's this big boiling cauldron that mm-hmm. you can sit in. <laughs> it's, well, you're inside that tree. There's that tree that you go into right. next to Katie Hannon. Mm-hmm. And it's really a neat map. If you haven't run it yet, I really recommend it. It's really fun. It's like the yeah. Ernesto Hess. Really fun, different maps. It's got a fun little punch in it. And you get one of my favorite temporary powers in the game. Oh, Amy's Wand. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Where you can summon Amy Johansson, I think that's her name, and she's somebody who you rescue her spirit within yeah. uh, one of the missions. Mm-hmm. And she kicks some butt. She does. You can summon her five times, mm-hmm. um, and then the wand's gone, it's used up. Yeah. But she really helps out on some AV missions. And... Well, she has all of the, she has attacks, but she also buffs you. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. hits you with all the buffs, and it's really saved our butts in a lot of missions. Yeah. So definitely run that. It's so fun. And there were, there were, it's a long story, but there were speed Katie missions. You were Mm -hmm. able to run it in like 15 or 20 minutes and then they changed it. They nerfed the supposedly call it, they nerfed Mm -hmm. the task force. So now it takes 30 minutes to run it. If you know what you're doing, Mm -hmm. it's just a lot of fun. I really enjoy that one. So (laughs) good suggestion on the spotlight and thank you for doing it. Chooch. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hello, this is Cthulhu from the internet video show Calls for Cthulhu, and you're listening to the City of Heroes podcast. You know, in my experience, heroes are just like ordinary people. Except it's harder to peel them out of those spandex suits before you eat them. just want to say a special thanks to Brand for that bumper. Yeah. Calls for Cthulhu. If you haven't seen it, it's a video podcast. Hilarious. It is hilarious. It really is. (laughs) And we got to meet him at Balticon. Mm -hmm. Nicest guy and just so funny. He insists he can't ad-lib. And we did a live Calls for Cthulhu during Mm -hmm. Balticon. Yeah. And there were some pre-written questions and then... Well, so because he pe- takes questions that people submit. Right. Right. And so the people in the audience were able to, were given a chance to read the different questions. And some people would say, oh, I've got my own question. And every time he'd be like, all right, but I got to warn you, I really suck at ad-libbing. <laughs> and those were some of the funniest and, ones. Yeah, he's so funny. And he's the nicest guy. And to see this mild-mannered guy... Mm-hmm. And then you put the Cthulhu puppet on his hand, and he's <laughs> Cthulhu, and it's so hilarious. I will swallow your soul. It's really funny, you guys. We play the promo. <laughs> we asked him for it, and we were so thrilled that he sent it to us. We have some other cool bumpers too, right. but yeah, play the bumper. He had, doesn't actually have a promo yet. Right. He's producing it, and you know, as soon as it's done, we're yeah. going to play it. Yeah, sorry guys, <laughs> we're going to be playing it because it's just too funny. You've got to check it out. Calls for Cthulhu. <laughs> you can get it on the website, or you can get it. In iTunes, and it's mm-hmm. just hilarious. <laughs> so check it out. So we're going to drop in the pre-recorded feedback. Right. And then we will add in some at the end. First email is from Gen X Fusion. Hey, Juju Viv. Hi. Gen X Fusion here. I'm currently listening to episode 23. Still? Still? No. <laughs> Not surprised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been catching up on a lot of your podcasts, and I wanted to thank you for answering my last question about the server you two play on. Right after I sent that email, I heard one of your shows mention it. I was like, no! (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I was listening to some of your episodes, and I heard you mention there are certain blasters you don't see much of around Paragon. Mm. The Assault Rifle Blaster and Archery Blaster. Mm -hmm. I think specifically it said we don't see many at high levels. Yeah. People seem to give up on them. Yeah. Well, guess what? What? Evil laugh. <laughs> I have a level 40 assault devices blaster. Nice. And I have a level 22 archery energy blaster. Very Viv, cool. Viv, I hope you can work on your rad defender that's sitting on the shelf because I have a level 50 defender, which is rad rad. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to get my fourth healing badge, which is very hard. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Viv, did you mention something about heal spamming will not give you credit anymore? That's something that we wanted to clear up. Yeah. Thanks, Gen X Fusion. Happy hunting. I actually, right after we talked about that, dope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because after we recorded it and I was doing editing, I was like, you know, it makes it sound like I'm saying something that I don't mean to say. Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad you brought that up because it reminds me to to expand on that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, you can spam heals and it will still count. But you have to remember that if you're standing in the auction house and you're, you've got your heal aura on or your rad aura, which is what your rad rad defender has, and everybody's at 100% health, you're not going to get any credit for heal points. Mm-hmm. You only get credit from my research. You only get credit for what you actually regenerate in them. Right. So if they're down 100 hit points... And you hit them with 500 heal points, 
even though you say, you know, plus 500 in green, you don't get plus 500 in your actual count, your actual tally bar. You only mm -hmm. get 100. Whatever they're lacking is what you heal, which is right. what counts for you. So if you're standing in the peach pit with heal aura on, all you're doing is irritating people. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Now they can find your global and right. make a note <laughs> and know to stay away from you in the future. It's just one of those things because I didn't know it for a long time yeah. either. That's one reason why I don't do the spam heal. It doesn't get you anything but, you know, flamed, basically. Right. Yeah. And the other is that the animation is, is annoying. Mm -hmm. the, the audio is annoying. If mm -hmm. you're just standing there, if you're in a battle, it's like, oh, yes, sweet green goodness. But right. if you're not in a battle, then it's just it's just literally spam. Right. So that's the difference. If you're actually healing someone, that counts. But if, you know, the, and, and that was what my difference was. In my mind, I'm picturing standing in the peach pit or standing in the auction house. No, mm -hmm. that does not help your numbers at all. Right. So I hope that clarified it, which you can't say, yeah, it did, or no, it didn't. Please expand. So <laughs> let me know if we need to ramble on a yeah. bit more about that. And I don't remember off the top of my head. We mentioned that in another episode, but yeah. it's definitely worth saying again. I'm sure it was the healer episode. Yeah. haven't heard them all. Right. <laughs> Next email. Howdy. I just started listening to your cast. Wanted to say that I'm digging it. Cool. I listen while chained to my art desk and it helps me feel like I'm still playing. Aww. Adding you to my to-do list of podcaster tunes. Aww. Keep up the good work, Cheyenne Wright. Which hey, is Cheyenne. so awesome. I've been following Cheyenne on Twitter forever. Yeah. And have seen his work on, uh, he did a Mer Lafferty one, mm -hmm. which was in a superhero costume. Mm -hmm. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the one for Leanne Mabry and Jack yeah, Mangan. I love those. And amazing artwork. Absolutely. And so we'll add the link to Cheyenne's work. Absolutely. It's, it's beautiful yeah. work. And just, Wow. So we were like, wow, it's so cool when people from one part of our world, you know, mm -hmm. we find them in another part of our world. It was like, cool. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah. We had an email from Fantastic Foe that's <laughs> actually a supergroup spotlight. Cool. And I hope he doesn't mind. I cut it down a little bit since we knew this episode was going to be so long. Right. And so this isn't entirely, it's really fascinating, the stuff you wrote, but mm -hmm. um, keeping it down to some, you know, more of the facts. Yeah. <laughs> so we started out, dear Chuch and Viv, since you've been reading listener provided SG slash VG info, I thought I'd send you a hopefully brief description of one <laughs> of the SGs I belong to on Virtue. Mm. The Amazings. The Amazing's Supergroup is a group formed by a married couple I am fortunate to have met in-game, Mr. and Mrs. Amazing. Nice. Meeting them was what turned me from being a confirmed soloist to an avid teamer. They had made friends with several other players who were either couples who played together or were in a similar age-slash-parenting status demographic. The founders wanted to create a family-friendly supergroup for casual gaming, largely for their friends to play in. Mm-hmm. Where we can relate to that. Yeah, that's exactly how we formed our first SG. Mm -hmm. The Amazings had a very simple concept. The founders were the daughter and son-in-law of Dr. Amazing, <laughs> an older hero who had created Serum A, 
a source of mysterious powers and various character bios. <laughs> <laughs> there was no real requirement that a member in joining the Amazings had to necessarily conform to this backstory, but an unwritten rule was that a player should name their character with the word Amazing in the name. Mm-hmm. The Amazings' quick growth and solid membership came from a very simple ethic. The Amazings' quick growth and solid membership came from a very simple ethic. Recruit members by playing the game. Mm -hmm. Every Monday was Amazing Monday, where players would try to log on with their Amazing character, form teams as best they could based on the level spread, and if a random player outside the SG was looking for a team, they'd be warmly welcomed. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, the earlier Amazing roster were heavy in controllers and defenders, so the combat situation was usually safe for chatting, with all the buffs and heals and holds flying around. Right. This led to the Amazing's organically grown play style, which is very casual, very chatty, with some lightweight role play, if that's the right term, for just kind of talking like your character would. Mm-hmm. Being able to fire an energy blast might be cool, but an energy blast after firing off a witty comment was always better. Yeah, right. <laughs> People who are used to a more combat-effective, XP-efficient play style or the less mature players, you know what I mean, mental age, yeah. would have less fun than the more laid-back heroes of Paragon City. And occasionally, those who had a nice time would want to make an amazing. Well, yeah, that sounds awesome. Sounds amazing. <laughs> to me, that was so much nicer than being brought into some huge group with officers and schedules and prestige accountants, yeah. regardless of how fat the farming XP could be. Yep. I feel you. The core of players who just play on Monday nights are currently in the mid-30s game, where having a solid team really counts. Richty Warzone, Warburg, Paragon Island on the horizon. Mm -hmm. The handful of us who have level 50 Amazings look forward to having our buddies clear out Praetorian arcs with us, yeah. or save the future from Lord Recluse, <laughs> right. or, dare I say it, complete a Shadow Shard Task Force or two. <laughs> <laughs> So if you, you meaning the listeners in general, are on Virtue on a Monday night and you see someone with Amazing in their name, feel free to ask if there's any space on the team. You might catch Amazing Fever. <laughs> or you might not, and that's cool too. Yeah. Prepare to be casual and chatty and to kick ass for a reasonable quantity of rear-endage. <laughs> Best wishes to all, Pat, a.k.a. Fantastic Foe. <laughs> That's awesome. And, you know, that was our, we actually, the first SG we were in, we actually got brought into. Mm -hmm. And then we got promoted pretty quickly because the person that actually started the SG really liked our play style. And we kind of instituted a rule where you don't invite anybody to the SG mm -hmm. that you hadn't already played with and that would fit in. Anybody screaming PL was... Right pretty much decided we didn't really want to deal with that because they tend to be really high maintenance mm -hmm. and demanding and very immature in play style. Not all, but a majority of the ones that we came across. So we kept it very much play with them. Like Chuch had said before, play with them a couple of times. It was the same kind of thing for adding to a global. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't just walk up to somebody and exchange a global. You wouldn't just walk up and exchange an SG invite with somebody. Right. So, and we did make exceptions to that every once in a while. And sometimes it worked out and a lot of times it didn't. So we, we hold pretty hard and fast to that rule. Totally understand where you're coming from with that. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like a really fun group. And after meeting you, I can see that that makes total sense. So yeah. good luck with the recruiting on that. And having met him, we can say that he's a cool dude and you should check him out. <laughs> Those are all the emails. We have kind of said that we weren't going to be pulling things from our listener forums because mm -hmm. 
there's so much there. Mm-hmm. We could literally have a podcast just reading from the listener forms because right. there's so much good information. There's so much fun, silliness, and stuff like that <laughs> that we're really not going to do that. But there's yeah. a couple things that popped up that I really – and I want to say this to the folks in our listener forums. If you really want something, if you have feedback or comments that you think would be important for other listeners, put it in the comments section because we always read the comments, the ones that are on the site. The listener right. forums – that's more for people that have time to come in and hang out for a while. If you really think something's important, put it in the comments section on our on our main pages. Or email. Or email or voicemail. You know how we roll. Mm-hmm. But these are just a few little items from the listener form. So. And I believe that I did. I'm going to give a little background because I did go back. Because we talked about the choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. <laughs> right. It was, of course, Nail Bunny mm-hmm. <laughs> that came up with that. And the names that I couldn't remember um, were Chuchenstein, <laughs> Chuchinator, or Chuchi Chuchi Chu. Mm-hmm. And in parentheses, say it as if to a baby and the laughter will follow. <laughs> now, come on, between those three choices, which they're all three good choices on their own. Right. But you know, Chuchi Chuchi Chu just pops out. Mm-hmm. You got to give me that one. Of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, baby. <laughs> and going back also to the um, the base stuff. This kind of is mixing two things. I talked about some stuff before. When we had the conversation about the base stuff, I mm-hmm. said that you had to be careful because you could delete a storage item and delete the stuff on it. Right. I actually went in and tested that. You cannot delete an inspiration, salvage, or enhancement storage item if it holds something. Mm, okay. It d- it just takes away that delete option. So mm-hmm. I was wrong about that. I'm glad to see that they have that protection in there. You have to remove the item before you can... De- you have to delete the stored item right. from the device before you can delete it. Mm-hmm. But I still say that you have to be cautious with giving edit privileges. Right. Because... We have heard the stories about the people that had a rogue leader that decided, I want this SG to myself. I'm going to be horrible, horrible clown shoe (laughs) (laughs) until I run everybody else off and they delete the base and then they camp it so that it can't be rebuilt and everything. It's just terrible. So you still, it's still a valid point. And then on the forums, Zloth said that, just heard you say in the podcast that you can quote, mix and match arcane and tech. But not quite. If you have, say, an arcane teleport, then you must attach a tel- an arcane teleport beacon to it. And that's exactly true. You can't mm-hmm. mix main components and the auxiliary components. They have to be the same type. Right. So he's absolutely right on that. And we're sorry if we gave that impression. He does say that there's a little trick. You can always place the other kind of auxiliary item in the room and leave it unattached. Then put in the real auxiliary item in a corner somewhere. I do this with arcane teleports because I think tech beacons are a lot easier to see than the arcane beacons. And again, I agree with that. The arcane beacons, they're like these parchment scrolls. Mm -hmm. The tech ones, it's a graphic from that zone that's easily identifiable. I totally agree with that. And I may actually look at using that trick in the bases where we have the arcane because Mm -hmm. they are a pain to read. So I I totally agree with you, Soth. As usual, you're right there. (laughs) (laughs) And then we also had Fantastic Foe give us another little note. Said that he seemed to recall that some storage units do require either energy or control. And I was going to go check all that out. 
And he actually got back to it before I did and said that the vaults, the invention storage vaults, do take five control and five energy, but they're the only ones. So you can build your storage base without power or control. You just can't have the invention vault functioning without it. And then we have some listener comments. Mm, yay! Yay! In response to episode 22 from Cool B, we have, Well, you could drive to PAX. It would just take longer. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Um, I don't mind the idea of in-game ads. If it helps get the devs more funds to make the game even better without increasing the monthly charge, I'm all for it. Well, as long as it doesn't get too out of hand, but I think the devs can be trusted. And then a cool jar, too much cool. Does that mean anytime I post a comment, you'll be putting coins in the cool jar? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that, too. I've been saying cool, I'm sure. It's going to be an expensive one, I think. And then from Nod, we have... Thank you for a new cast. (laughs) (laughs) Which I actually called Chooch at work Mm. and read because it was so funny. Usually, of course, you know, Nod says, yay, new cast. Mm. So he went more formal with us. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic foe. Gasp. New podcast. During issue 12 release, you guys have superpowers. Thank you. Your (laughs) humble servant. Fantastic foe. (laughs) And that was in reply to episode 23, News and Base Building. Another one in response to episode 23 from Wendy. New cast. Yays. <laughs> so even though Nod didn't say it, Wendy did. There you go. She's got it covered. <laughs> I know. From Nail Bunny in response to episode 23. <laughs> For the following, please sing as Iron Man by Black Sabbath. You're the musician. <laughs> Number nine. Ah, uh, thanks. <laughs> Double the fun. <laughs> go ahead, baby. Thanks, nobody. I think we have a new theme song. Pleased? I'm very pleased. Are you pleased? I'm pleased. Ooh, okay, I've got an idea for that later. Uh-oh. Now I'm scared. So I made him do the song part, but here's the rest of it. Great cast, you guys. Also, just to give you guys some info about voice fonts from Vivox. Mm-hmm. I've read about it on a few blogs. Vivox has also been contracted by Sony for EverQuest 2. The voice fonts allow you to adjust your voice to sound like your character. In EQ2, this allows you to sound like a dwarf, a gnome, an orc, a troll, an elf, etc. Yeah, I guess it works pretty well, but some people's voices don't sync with it well. Hmm. So that is going to be really fun to play with, I think. I still think it's mislabeled. That's not the definition of what a font is. That's a vocoder or a filter. But, all right. Moving on. Thanks, Nail Bunny. (laughs) I'm hoping I can get Choo 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 to record that Iron Man (laughs) thing later. I has idea. (laughs) And then from Tankenstein in reply to episode 23. Yep, Steely Dan. Hey, 19. (laughs) (laughs) Then, yep, I've got that. Confirmation. Rain Man music brain. (laughs) Nod in response to special episode four, Reactivation Weekend. Thanks for the heads up. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. And then from Charlene C. in reply to the status window. We had we were able to, well, we, I was able to ask Chooch <laughs> to put up the status for, for her characters, which Chooch did. Yeah. And that's where we have from the COH Titans, the little banner that says whether you're online or offline. Mm-hmm. You see it sometimes in other boards. We have that on our little listener forms, too. Shall I ask for that? 
And Charlene, let me know if I'm not saying your name right. <laughs> Come to think of it. And from Zloth, we have, in reply to the special episode four, PST meaning Pacific Standard Time as opposed to Pacific Daylight Time, which is PDT, which you would expect in the summer. Ex Libras kept doing that. Drives me nutty. <laughs> <laughs> and kudos to you too. There's no announcement about this on the official forums yet. You got the scoop. Yes, we were very excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually replied to Zloth saying, yes, I was hesitant to screw that up. I remembered frustration on the forums before on that issue. That's why I devolved into hissing them. <laughs> Psst. And Psst was my yeah cheat. But yeah. From Fantastic Foe, we have in response to the special episode, Chooch and Viv, thanks for the timely notification, faithful newsies. You've scooped the bugle and the planet again. <laughs> I, I sent out some emails to some of my slacker minions who once played the game. So thanks to you two, they're considering checking out the game again and the new content. Fantastic foe. Hey, since you were at Balticon, I'm curious to know if they actually logged in and played. Oh, I said Balticon. Oh, I'm in trouble. I'm oh. supposed to mention Balticon again. <laughs> oh. And then in reply to special episode for Reactivation Weekend, Immortal Amazon said, That Viv, so precious. And I don't know what that's in response to, but thanks. I'll take it as a couple. I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure it was a funny thing, but what did I do? Hmm. Lord only knows. On episode 23, Eckhart's comment is, Yay! Your podcast is three different kinds of awesome. Perhaps four. <laughs> <laughs> I've just started my own supergroup on virtue, and this information is very, very helpful. You two are on point. Now, just need to work on your publishing timing. <laughs> Awkward. This is true. <laughs> awesomed. <laughs> awesomed. Eckhart, a.k.a. that guy that helped you get to level 10. That's the one that was yes. on the listener meetup. Well, thank you, Eckhart, for the kind words and for helping Chooch at Level 10. And <laughs> we have had a long conversation about the publishing timing. And, mm -hmm. well, we just have... We're working on it. Yeah. we. <laughs> give me a minute on that one. Next, we have iTunes reviews. And I was able to... See, I had done the thing before. Remember last time I sounded like an idiot because it was like dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. I had tried clicking on that name before, and it still shows it to you in that form. Mm-hmm. But if you look all the way up at the top of the page in gray, mm -hmm. then you can see the full name. So you were right, but not in a way that I want to give you credit for. <laughs> I refuse. To, I refuse. Right. I still think that it should be easier to read because some that are shorter mm -hmm. don't show up. Ones that are longer do. It doesn't make any freaking mm. any clown shoe sense. Uh. So our first iTunes review, and we came back and had five new iTunes reviews. Yeah. So we really thank you. We're up to 29, all of them five <laughs> star. Wow. And that just absolutely floors us. And we thank mm -hmm. you guys so much for taking the time to do it. The first one is by Dragon's Fang. COH Podcast has got the goods. Thanks, Chooch and Viv. Five stars. If you're looking for dry statistics and self-inflated know-it-alls complaining about the latest patches breaking their game, keep on looking. This ain't your kind of podcast. <laughs> Chooch and Viv are fantastic podcasters who really provide solid information and still keep the listener riveted. You'd be hard-pressed to find better presenters for any information. Both are very well-versed, and their love of the game shows through every podcast. Add the professional quality of the audio, friendly atmosphere, great voices, and you've got COH Podcast. 
Wow. <laughs> wow, thank you. Thank you, too, for reinvigorating the game for me. Happy hunting, Chujin Viv, slash EM salute. Thank you so much. That is so nice. Yeah. And ironic that I'm reading it now after we've just been doing kind of a dry reading of the patch notes. <laughs> Hopefully we kept it interesting for you. Yeah. Thank you so much. And from at Noobs, <laughs> we have... Awesome, but you can call it Squee. <laughs> Five stars. I recently signed up for the podcast, and ever since, I've eagerly awaited each new one. Occasionally, there is even a special edition with some really great stuff like the Hero One interview. This is a great podcast with a great and energetic team of Chooch and Viv, mm-hmm. full of all kinds of useful info in the game, regardless of whether or not you are new to the game or a veteran. Oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> And I think I've actually seen Ponyu Noobs on the boards. Hmm. I think. I don't know if there's a bunch of alternate spellings of that, but I recognize that actual name. So we thank you very much. Mm, Indeed. And then we have a level 53 enhancement, five stars by Kurt the Camera Guy, (laughs) (laughs) which is the one with the The Wandering Wandering Geek Geek podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And actually, I downloaded and was listening to the interview with Mer Lafferty. We mm-hmm. were listening to that on the way to Balticon. Yeah. So, well done. As a lapsed but returning COX player, I was thrilled to find any podcast that could help me figure out what had happened to the game since I last played during issue 10 to help me ramp up my return to the game. Imagine my delight to find that Chooch and Viv did such a great job of not only making this information accessible, but entertaining as well. Long-time players may not get as much out of it as noobs, or rusties, such as myself. (laughs) But I guarantee there will at least be one really it-works-like-that moment in every episode for even the uber hero. This is one tasty production. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Thank you so much. (laughs) And then Herorific, five stars from Thray Durastrix. I apologize if I mispronounced that. Mm. Well, simply the best podcast for COH on iTunes, hand down, or anywhere for that matter. Chooch and Viv give a very relaxed, easygoing, and informative show that will help anyone from beginner to veteran, regardless of level, you'll take something away from this podcast. Thank you and keep it up. Thank you so much. Yeah, we will. will. <laughs> <laughs> Our pleasure. <laughs> Great show, five stars by J.M. DuPont. The COH podcast is a fun look into the world of City of Heroes. The hosts, Chooch and Viv, are both easy to listen to, clearly knowledgeable about the game, and most importantly, seem to really enjoy themselves while making the show. Their enthusiasm is infectious, and even if I didn't play City of Heroes, I would still enjoy this show. Thank (laughs) you so much. That's really sweet of you. We really appreciate it, you guys. In reply to episode 23, we have a comment from Cool B. Yo, B. Cool B's crazy comments. One, I love the new Zone event channel, but does anyone know what the caption event filter channel is for? No, I don't know. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, I don't know. I should have looked before I came down here, but anybody know? We'll take your comments. Cool B's crazy comment. Two, I've met some great people from Pugs, which is a pickup group as well. And like Viv, I'm spoiled since I now prefer teaming with them instead of joining Pugs. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, yeah, because it's cool B. <laughs> and three. I agree. Dramatic chipmunk for vice president. <laughs> <laughs> I think the little guy, although maybe it's a her, can't tell, 
would make a great second-in-command for Vico Viv. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I think we have our bumper sticker. <laughs> Get to work, choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. Ooh, I want that bumper sticker. It, great. <laughs> and if you haven't, if you've only seen the original Dramatic Chipmunk, you got to check out the alternates. Yeah. The... Star Wars. Star Wars Chipmunk and the... Austin Powers, the Dr. <laughs> Evil chipmunk, and then with the monocles. Yeah. <laughs> Worth seeking out if yeah. you haven't seen. We love dramatic chipmunk. <laughs> it's awesome. It's been a while. but Yeah. Zloth replied to special episode five, free spec plus plus with, wow, got that up fast. Nice job. Did she really say shiny hiney? Did I say shiny hiney? You did. You said we got our shiny heinies in there. and <laughs> I don't even remember that. Hmm. Sorry. Or, yeah, I did. Woohoo. <laughs> Fantastic foe in response to special episode five, free spec plus plus. Woohoo, global name change. Okay, I won't be changing my global, but I know it's been a long-standing request among the community for one more name change. Use it wisely, grasshopper. <laughs> and with the local global screen door coming down, it's needed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Enough said. Ecliptics replied to episode 24, issue 12. Yay, new cast with old news. I keyed, I keyed. <laughs> <laughs> Which was kind of our debate was, yes, it's kind of old news. It's patch notes. It came out days after the issue came up. Right. But, eh, suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> Mental Maiden replied to episode 24, issue 12 with camera shake are those, quote, earth shaking powers that make the screen go all wonky i.e. some super strength powers and when Kelds change form, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you for that. And I replied to Ecliptic saying, yes, we know it's old news now, but there was a lot of notes and we felt strongly that it needed to be reported. And we included all the news up to recording time. There just wasn't much there. Ah, uh, well, there's always the next show. Uh, and here we are. Mm-hmm. Anne's Loth in reply to episode 24. Big patch notes. It's not actually the notes I'm interested in hearing, though. It's what your responses are to them. Cool? Meh? Squee? (laughs) (laughs) I still love when I see squee. (laughs) I wouldn't get into the class-specific stuff too much. We can, and should, read the notes ourselves. Regarding the chat, when you right-click, you get the same old list as ever. When you left-click, you get the new options. Quote, invite to team has been really handy. You know, and we weren't able to comment at all about the changes because we had played some in test. Mm-hmm. I don't really like to talk about what we experienced in test because it is different right. in live and it's even different live now than it was the day they released it. Cause as you sure. can see, they've done a lot of patches, Yeah, but we haven't really been able to talk on it yet because we don't feel like we've played it long enough. But mm-hmm. now that our schedule is settling down a little bit, we're definitely playing more. We're actually hoping to get some more playtime in sometime between the two birthday parties for the teenager this weekend, but (laughs) we'll see how that pans out. (laughs) And Frostbite, in reply to episode 24, first-time listener, very impressed. You have a new subscriber. Thank you. Awesome. That's pretty... I'm actually thrilled to hear that, considering, you know, that was a pretty long and pretty dry episode, so... Yeah. (laughs) Woohoo! Thanks. Frostbite, and they actually sent an email that... I shall read in a moment. Uh, oh, tease me, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> camera guy. Hey, camera guy. In reply to episode 24. 
Zloth beat me to it, but yeah, I found the new chat menu when I left-clicked on a character I was doing sewers with. Thanks for keeping me company while unpacking today. I'm hoping to get on later. I'm totally altaholicking. Yeah, I made up a new word. Over on Guardian, mm -hmm. since I made a couple of get-together characters over there, and I'm still in, tri in fighting trim before I bring out my big guns. We need to figure out we're going to do a new meetup. Mm -hmm. yes. And I'm thinking... End of June-ish. All right. I need to look at a calendar, and we will have details to follow. But that's kind of the goal. Before July, but after the 20th. So okay. I got to look at a calendar. That's my thought. Sure. I'll be there. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> I will put it on the schedule. You will have no choice. <laughs> and two emails to add. Awesome. Oh, and one was particularly for you. Me? In a way. Hey, just a shout out from a girl listener and gamer. Yay! <laughs> we had another shout out too. Somebody who didn't want to be outed. Ah, yes. <laughs> but who wanted we to, respect it. Yes, who wanted to be counted. And awesome. Let us know that she's there. It's very cool. Thank you. But this one goes on. I started playing City in April two thousand five. Nice. To spend more time with my husband, who was spending a lot of time in-game. He rarely plays now, but I'm still going strong. <laughs> <laughs> His playtime has been severely curtailed by the demands of graduate school and a new job. Oh, wow. That'll do it. Definitely. <laughs> Here's a picture of me and my sons enjoying a morning of gaming in the summer of 2006. Note the pad of paper on the arm of the chair used to write down essential information during play. <laughs> Badges earned, notes on slotting, etc. Familiar with that notepad. And very cute picture, very cute kids. Very cute. I'm not going to post it in the show notes because I no. think the picture is, you know, kind of personal. Yeah. Um, very cute. You have some beautiful babies there. <laughs> I just downloaded the new episode and I'm looking forward to listening to it tonight as I'm making dinner. Nice. Very cool. That's going to be a long, big dinner. <laughs> <laughs> now stop reading this and go arrest guys with fire. <laughs> <laughs> fire, fire. Um, Terry. <laughs> nice. Thank you so much for that. I love that. You, the baby balanced in the lap while you play. That's just perfect. <laughs> I'm, let me correct that. Safely balanced in the lap. Yes. Because it's very clear the baby was safe. <laughs> so thank you to the unnamed girl and thank you to Terry. Yeah. Final email. Hi, Chooch and Viv. My name in-game is Frostspite. Hi, Frostspite. My name in-game is Frostspite. I play on the Freedom server and have done so since COH Beta. Wow. Old school. <laughs> <laughs> I started listening because an SG mate of mine told us about his being mentioned on your podcast. Awesome. And might I say, listening to you two was a breath of fresh air. Aww. Lately, I've found that music while playing the game distracts me because I sing all of the songs... <laughs> And my brain goes crazy trying to keep up with three chat windows. Oh, yeah. While fighting all at the same time like I normally do. Mm -hmm. So podcasts are my alternative, but there aren't any good ones out right now because all the shows I watch are on hiatus. Aww. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Yeah. Anyway, it was fun to listen to you and even more exciting to hear you mention the Doom Supremacy and Gen X Fusion. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a member and I'm now a leader of DS for three of the four years I've played COX. And for some reason, just hearing you say our name made me glow for hours. Oh, that's <laughs> <Ball>. so cool. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm rambling. Just wanted to say you're awesome, and I'm now trying to catch up on your podcasts. Keep up the good work. Frosty. Totally our pleasure, Frostbite. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad we could bring a little grin to your day. And I tell you, I respect being able to listen to podcasts while doing three chats and fighting because I'm the exact opposite. Oh, I know. If I'm doing anything that requires brain power, I can only listen to music. Right. And podcasts are strictly working around the house and driving. Yeah. I, and yard work. I can't, I can't, I, when I try to do other things, listening to a podcast, especially a patio book, like I'm listening to Murder at Avedon Hill now mm-hmm. by PG Holyfield. Yeah. And I keep having to go back because something will interrupt my train of thought. I'm like, this is a murder mystery. You cannot miss any details. And it, it, he does such a good job with it. I just like, oh, wait, I got to go back and listen to that again. I don't want to miss a clue. So, yeah. Oh, and I just listened to the last episode, 25, oh, I think. I can't believe that because I'm the one that chapter. got you started listening to that. And you've just passed it's me by. It's either 22 or 25. I don't remember if it's chapter 22, but it's episode, episode 20, but... 22. Yeah, because sometimes there's... And he just released a brand new one last night. But anyways, oh. many, many revelations. It was an excellent I episode. So, I need to get further along on that, but I'm still trying <laughs> to get caught up on Culture Cast too, so... Okay, we're we're rambling at this point, but yeah, yeah you know what? We could give you some ideas. If you're looking for shows, listen to our promos. We also have <laughs> another podcast called End of the Blender, and it's about our blended family life, bringing mm-hmm. our kids together from previous marriages. Yeah. And we, we do a lot more. We Well, I think we kind of play the pro, same promos across them, do we? Some, some fit more with gaming and heroes and stuff, yeah. and some fit more, but we do, there's a lot of crossover, definitely. Right. But you could, even if you didn't want to listen to it, if the subject matter doesn't interest you, then at least look at the page and-, and At the show notes, yeah. Because we don't play any promos that we don't listen to. Mm-hmm. So they're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we think they're good. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. And a fun one. One that I think is really fun, and we can play it for the kids, Geek Survival Guide yeah. with Zach Ricks <laughs> and Geek Acres with Doug Raps. And those mm-hmm. are both kids safe. Geek Survival Guide is more like an audio drama kind of thing. It's brief, and it's one guy, but it's it's really funny. Yeah. And Geek Acres is just like tech news and mm-hmm. like what kind of geeky news is out there, games and stuff yeah. like that. Media movies. Right. So those are two because, you know. Those are two that are kids safe. I don't know if that matters to you, but you can look and see the promos we've played and see what we like. There's just so much good stuff out yeah. there. And we met, you know, we were putting off talking about Balticon, but we met so many great people. And mm-hmm. it's funny because I went there with a full playlist of things to listen to. And I left there having met so many really fascinating and creative people. My playlist has tripled. <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to have the time to listen to all this really great stuff, mm-hmm. but it's just... Yeah, let us know if you need ideas on what to listen to besides us, because we've really got (laughs) some good people that we listen to. Mm -hmm. We actually, though, moving on, Mm -hmm. (laughs) have some, we have two more iTunes reviews. Wow. We have 30 iTunes reviews. (laughs) You guys just kill us with kindness. That's awesome. And that's the way I want to go, too. (laughs) (laughs) First one is from Hoshioto. Quality information presented in a professional manner. Five stars. Chooch and Viv give lots of information about City of Heroes without slamming other MMOs or indulging in sophomoric humor. Between the quality of information and the level of professionalism, they make it hard for me to justify listening to other COH podcasts. In fact, theirs has been one of the few gaming podcasts that I have found that I am comfortable listening to with my children around. Oh, cool. I really do enjoy hearing that. And another one by Cadian Commander 87. Easy listening and very mind opening. Five stars. 
I love this podcast because it always teaches me something new about COH, and Chooch and Viv are very easy to listen to, so I don't get bored. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, both awesome. That is so flattering. Thank you guys so much. And that's it for the iTunes reviews, and it sounds kind of ungrateful the way I said them, just them, but <laughs> we really are appreciative. You guys are just really really keeping us going i yeah, tell you absolutely definitely easy to stay motivated <laughs> mm-hmm. well, once again thanks so much for all the great feedback and for the itunes reviews we've just really been overwhelmed wow. with with the response we've gotten and and just the amazingly kind words you guys say truly it's so cool to know that that what we're doing people really get a benefit out of it and you know really hear stuff they haven't heard before yeah about the game so yes. cool and so if anybody else would like to comment, correct, lay praise, <laughs> lay blame, <laughs> you can get a hold of us. We love voicemails. We haven't had any for a little while. 206-203-1661. You can send an email to cohpodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment at cohpodcast.com. And we'd love to hear from you. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly we love it. And we also, of course, have the forums at cohpodcast.com slash forums, and we're mm-hmm. having some fun over there. Always. <laughs> Clever folks. <laughs> Definitely. So that's going to close us out this week. We will probably be dropping a special Balticon review in the feed. Yes. Which won't be too long, but it'll just be kind of our experiences over the weekend. And As fanboys and fangirls. Yes. <laughs> Meeting our favorite authors and podcasters. <laughs> And we'll talk to you next time. Good hunting, heroes. This podcast, its hosts, and websites are not in any way affiliated with NCSoft, Cryptic Studios, or City of Heroes. All views expressed are solely of the hosts and their guests. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike License, which is explained in detail at cohpodcast.com. Good hunting, heroes.